Come up higher, come up come up higher, come up higher, come up higher, come up higher. After this I looked, and behold the door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet, the trumpet talking with me, which said, come up higher, come up higher, come up higher, come up higher, and I will show you things which must be
347-402-092406. And then on Thursday night, we're sending a shout-out for our Thursday night host, Pastor and prophetess Jacqueline Morse of Real Ministries International, the Powerful Living Prayer Line. And that, again, is that's every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. And you, for that number, you will call in to 218-862-6789, 218-862-6789. And the access code is 919-873. And then bless the Lord, last but certainly not least, as we'll join uh, Pastor Fabian Tucker again and on on every morning at 6 a.m. and really at 5.50 a.m. to call in to give your prayer requests. And then we go right into the prayer room, the throne room at 6 a.m. <clears throat> excuse me, for the IHP House of Prayer line. And I tell you, God has just been moving in such an awesome way on these prayer lines. If you want to experience the presence of God seven days a week, then that's the place to be. And that number is 270-696-1555, 270-696-1555. And the access code is 554 554- Zero three zero nine five five four zero three zero nine. And again, I know that you will be mightily blessed if you will join him on tomorrow for his Sunday service that starts at 10 a.m. And then, of course, on each one of these prayer lines, because God is moving by his power, by his spirit, and he just wants to pour out his love on all of us, but we have to come into his presence. Hallelujah and hallelujah, hiding under the shadow of his wings, under the anointing, under the power of the Holy Spirit. And I trust me, you will not be the same. You will not be the same. Father, we just give you all the glory, honor, and praise even now, O oh God, for all that you're doing, all that you've done, O oh God. We just thank you, Lord God, for your goodness and your mercy, O oh God. We bless you, Father, for all that you're doing, even now, God, even now, by the power of your spirit that lives on the inside of us, oh, God, we just praise you this morning. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy, oh, God. So, Lord, we just ask that you would have your way doing these services, oh, God, all of these services, all these prayer lines, that even though we're on the prayer line, oh, God, it's still a service. We're still worshiping. We're still praising you. We're still giving you the glory and the honor that is due your name, oh, God. So, God, we just pray even now that you would just have your way, God. Lord, you speak, oh, God, you speak, oh, God. Lord, just use my voice to say whatever it is you want to say, oh, God, that we, your people, may be healed, delivered, and set free by the power of your Holy Spirit, oh, God. We thank you, God. We thank you in advance for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you're going to do, oh, God, even through this broadcast, oh, God. Show yourself mighty. Show yourself strong, oh, God, in Jesus' mighty and blessed name. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. You are welcome in this place. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We serve an awesome God. Awesome God. Where our topic this morning uh, is old issues in the midst of new revelation. Old issues in the midst of new revelation. God has just been placing it upon my heart, which is he's done that for a while, and now he's released me to go forth with a teaching on this. And I know that um, in the last night's uh, service that that I attended um, just blessed me so because, again, it was, you know, it's good to get confirmation uh, when you know that God has spoken something, but it's still good to get confirmation on that. And uh, it just laid even more of um, the groundwork in my heart for today's broadcast. And again, our topic is old issues 
in the midst of new revelation. And we're we're bringing this out of the scriptures, uh, Ezekiel 47, 12, Ezekiel 47, 12, and Jeremiah 2, 19 through 21. And I'll be reading for from the... Um, uh, King James Version and the Amplified for the first scripture. Uh, Ezekiel 47, 12. And by the river upon the bank thereof, on this side and on that side, shall grow all trees for meat, whose leaf shall not fade, neither shall the fruit thereof be consumed. It shall bring forth a new fruit according to his mouth. Because their waters they issued out of the sanctuary, and the fruit thereof shall be for meat, and the leaf thereof for medicine. Amplified version of verse 12, and on the banks of the river on both its sides, there shall grow all kinds of trees for food. Their leaf shall not fade, nor shall their fruit fail to meet the demand. Each tree shall bring forth a new fruit every month. These supernatural qualities being because their waters came from out of the sanctuary, and their fruit shall be for food and their leaves for healing. Jeremiah 2, verses 19 through 21. Your own wickedness shall chasten and correct you, and your backslidings and desertion of faith shall reprove you. Know, therefore, and recognize that this is an evil and bitter thing. First, you have forsaken the Lord your God. Second, you are indifferent to me, and the fear of me is not in you, says the Lord of hosts. For long ago in Egypt, I broke your yoke and burst your bonds, not that you might be free, but that you might serve me. And long ago, you shattered the yoke and snapped the bonds of my law, which I put upon you. You said, I will not serve you and and obey you, for upon every high hill and under every green tree, you eagerly prostrated yourself in adulterous worship, playing the harlot. Yet I planted you, O house of Israel, a choice vine, holy of pure seed. How then have you turned into degenerate shoots of wild vine, alien to me? Glory, glory, glory. So when we look at the word, we're looking at the word mist, and and when we look at the definition of the word mist, and that's M-I-D-S-T, middle, among, period of time, center, between, dividing, separating. And then, of course, revelation, revealed truth to be received, that it shall be manifested in the earth, who we are, and that's the revelation that we're talking about. And when we talk about new revelation, we know that there is nothing new under the sun, but there are, are, are truths about God and about us that God is yet to reveal. So those are the new truths that we're talking about because we know that old, the, the old issues are, again, those things that we dealt with when we were before we we were saved and, and even after we become saved. And so we want to deal with some of those old issues on this morning, and we'll only probably get to a couple of them. But I believe that they are two of it's the issues that most people deal with in the body of Christ and, of course, not in the body of Christ. And then again, we were talking about revelation or new revelation, that which God is revealing to us anew. Even though we may have heard it before, even though we say we understand what God is saying, but a lot of times we have not received it. Our eyes have not been open to what the word is really saying to us. And so our prayer this morning that our eyes will be open, that God will reveal or we'll be able to see, even for the first time, some of us, what God is saying uh, through his word to excuse me to us and about us, the first scripture tells us that our leaf shall not fail. This scripture is telling us that our fruit and also says that our fruit will not be consumed, so in other words, our fruit will never run out, and it will never end. 
in this teaching, we want to look at some issues that most people deal with at some point in their life that that can cause them to 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 have a downfall or, or to be premature of their uh, cause a premature end of their calling, and then sometimes just missing God altogether. The uh, old issues can cause us to miss the revelation of who we are, who we were born to be, and God's intent for our lives. So this broadcast is meant to cause us to see some things that, again, that we have not seen before and sometimes not even willing to see for whatever reason, whatever that, that thing is that we are, we are holding tight to that, again, many times we don't even realize. But we want to be able to see ourselves through the eyes of God, and that's the purpose of the revelation, the revealing of who we are in Christ, who God is and therefore who we are. And since the inception of this broadcast, we have been talking about and believing God to manifest his glory in our lives as never before. We know that the word of God says we are his glory because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all that dwells therein. And because we are in the earth, we belong to the Lord. And so we want to look at and allow the Holy Spirit to reveal what it means when the word says we are his glory and what it means when he say when he says in his word that his glory is to cover the earth as the water covers the sea. Hallelujah. We all have had issues since we accepted the Lord Jesus Christ and for many of us we still have those same issues. But and then, you know, we wonder why life is this, is still the same and and you know we're dealing with some of those same issues, though many of us have been saved for many years. So we're going around that same old mountain, if you will, doing the same thing, making the same mistakes, uh, uh, not seeing any real change in our lives. And and God is wanting to change that. He's always wanted to change that. And that's again the purpose of us. Uh, one of the benefits, or the main benefits of us accepting the Lord Jesus Christ, that we reconcile back to God. We're back connected with our life source, and then God is wanting us because we know that that in accepting Christ, that our spirit man was regenerated. We have a new spirit, but the physical side of us, the mental side of us, has not changed. So God is wanting to change those things. And so these messages and the messages that we hear any other time through the word of God under the anointing of the Holy Spirit is so that we come into the revelation knowledge again of who we are and that we allow the Lord to shine that light so that as we come into his presence, he can show us those things that, again, that our lives may be changed, that we may be more and more each time into the image of his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, until we all, it says, come into the full knowledge of Jesus Christ and the maturity of Jesus Christ. So again, as the scriptures that that we read, and and we'll again we'll chew upon those, if you will, uh, states that we are referred to as as trees or trees with leaves and with fruit. So we're talking about healthy trees, trees that have life, and these trees, which is us, are so not only to have life but to give life, perpetuate life, because of the life of the Lord that is within us. And that the fruit that we bear, the leaves that we bear, are to are for others to be able to receive blessings from us and through us. We we are to be a people to produce fruit for nourishment, and the leaves that will bring the healing and the shade for comfort to all that the Lord allows to partake of what He's blessed us with. Because you know we're we're not saved just to go to heaven. If we were saved just to go to heaven, then after we became saved then the Lord would take us home. We would die right after salvation. But God has allowed us to continue to live. So that means He has a work for us to do. He has an assignment for each one of us and it is up to us to seek the Lord to find out what that assignment is. We all have gifts. We all have callings. There is something that God has purposed for all of us to do. And again, it is up to us to to find out what the will of God is for our individual lives and how we fit in the corporate setting, in the churches where God has 
planted us, what our purpose is in bringing the vision of that ministry to pass. Because if we're there, then God has a purpose for us being there, and so it's up to us to find out what that purpose is. We're not there just to hear a good word and say how good it was and then go home and do the same thing over again and come back again the next Sunday. But we are we come to worship, we come to worship, and we leave to serve. We are to be built up by the word of God. So even listening to this teaching, we are to to glean something from it, take something from it, come always to the word of God, listening to the word of God to receive something that, and expect to receive something, expect to be changed, expect God to reveal something that we, again, that we don't come away the same as when we started. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, again, we all have been blessed with the fruit of the Spirit, which are the characteristics of the Holy Spirit and then the spiritual fruit that has been given to us, to each of us, as determined by the Holy Spirit. And then there are those of us, of course, who have been called to a particular office within the body of Christ as determined by Christ himself. So, again, old issues in the midst of new revelations. And, again, we are looking at at what that really means to us. And, and, you know, a lot of times that, that just means that we are allowing those issues from the past to control our lives today. We think or view things through the eyes or perceptions based on the past. Many of us still see ourselves as we did before we accepted Christ. You know, the word of God says that we are a new creature, a new creation. Old things have passed away. And, and, and spiritually, again, we're not the same, but mentally and physically we are. We still may be living in the same neighborhood, going to the same church, working on the same job, having the same spouse. Our children may be acting the same way, but we are not the same. Our hands may not look new. Our feet may not look new. Or, you know, but we are new on the inside. Our spirit man, again, our spirit man has become new. Our spirit has been regenerated. So we can't just stop there. We have to continue to move on into the things of God. And, again, that that, that we are changed mentally. And then, of course, when we are changed mentally, then our, our thoughts are different because, again, mentally our thoughts line up with the word of God. So sometimes, you know, it's like, and unless we allow allow that to happen, unless we allow the Holy Spirit to change us from the inside out, then it's like a person driving down the street looking in the rearview mirror the whole time. So you can just imagine that what's going to happen eventually, they're going to have an accident. They're going to crash into something. And so that's the same same thing with us. When we're, we're, we're in life and we're saved and we're filled with the Holy Ghost and, and all of that and we shout and do all of this in church, but we come out and live the same way, then there's something wrong with that. And so, again, God wants to, to, to deal with us on that today. So, again, you know, how we view life is based on how we think. And the word of God says that unless we do, as it says in 1 Corinthians 10, 4 through 5, casting down every imagination, every vain thing that exalts itself or that you think is more powerful than the word of God, then you're going to continue to view life in a way that's contrary to the word of God. So, again, when we look at, at, at something being in the midst of something or something being in the middle of something, it causes a division. It causes a separation, something that's coming between you and God, coming between what you and God, what God has purposed for your life, coming between what you are desiring and what you know God is saying that is not being revealed, that is not being manifested because you're allowing that old issue, whatever it may be, to come between what God is saying and what you're believing God for and what you how you're still viewing yourself from the past. And so we you know, we wanna we we when we don't deal with generations, either those issues from generations past, and when we don't deal with those issues within ourselves and don't want to look within, we always want to look without and blame life and circumstances, blame the devil, blame God, blame anybody but ourselves because we don't want to deal with what is on the inside of us. We don't really want to take a look at what's within, or we just think that we're okay, but at the same time, if our 
our lives are not lining up with God, what God is saying about us, then we have to know that something is wrong, that we're not doing something because God, as he said, his work is finished. He's already done whatever, but it's up to us to receive it. It's up to us to accept it. So, again, you know, you, I'm, I'm sure you've heard most of what I'm going to say today, but my prayer, again, is that your eyes, your spiritual eyes and your spiritual ears will be open to not what I am saying, but what the Lord is saying through me. Amen, amen, amen. So, again, if we don't get rid of those those old issues, we, uh, we're not going to be able to progress. We're not going to be able to go forward. And, you know, I, I just bless God that he just continues to give us another chance to get it right with him. You know, some of us are, are still waiting for what God has promised us, and, and some of us are starting to see uh, God's favor on our lives. Um, but, again, unless we go deep within and allow the Holy Spirit to dig within and reveal some things to us, we're not going to be able to move forward. And when God shows you whatever it is that I say today and the word of God says to you today that that God is checking you and, and the Holy Spirit is pulling at your heart, don't reject it, even though it may seem like that's just not you. But if it's getting your attention, then nine times out of ten it is you, and you need to, to go to the Lord with that so that he can heal you from whatever whatever it is. I had an interesting conversation with excuse me, some friends on yesterday, and, and uh, it really lined up with what, you know, the Lord wanted me to um, uh, present on today. And, um, when, again, when we talk about, you know those those old issues um, that we dealt with, and and uh, I mentioned at the onset there were two uh, issues that most of us deal with, and one of them is um, there are a lot of people who are what they consider perfectionists, and then there are many of us who are um, have a fear of rejection. And and a lot of times that's that's acted out in 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 different ways, but that's just, those are two of the things that I know the Lord wants us to to really look at today and 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 look at the fact of whether or not that's us. So anyway, there was a situation earlier uh, this week where I felt the Lord was even speaking, you know, was speaking to me on some things, and and I realized, okay, I needed to deal with that situation and what I was feeling, what I was experiencing. Um, because like most of us, we've been people pleasers. And I know that was one of my main issues the majority of my life. And I was looking at this particular situation and thinking that that was what was going on, but the Lord revealed to me it wasn't that I was in that state of people-pleasing. I had gone to the other extreme with being too safe. So sometimes, you know, the very thing that we try to um, prevent is the thing that we cause to happen, and, you know, we sa- end up sabotaging ourselves. So sometimes we can be too safe on things, and sometimes we can just, you know, stretch out there too far. Sometimes we think too much of ourselves, and sometimes we don't think enough of ourselves. So um, I want to look at Jeremiah 2, verse 19 through 21. And where 19 it says, Your own wickedness shall chasten and correct you, and your backslidings and desertion of faith shall reprove you. And and with this, what I saw is that the reverse is true according to how God would have us to be. If we're holding tight to our faith and not giving up on our faith, then it shall approve us. In other words, we'll be able to please God, and he'll be able to do in our lives what he wants to do and what he has purposed for us. And then where it says, know therefore and recognize that this is an evil and bitter thing. First, you have forsaken the Lord your God. Second, you are indifferent to me, and the fear of me is not in you, says the Lord of hosts. And so, in other words, God expects us to do what is good, to do what is right. And and the word of God says that we are to seek him diligently that we may be rewarded. And then we are to fear him, to reverence him, to honor him, just because of who he is and, and just because he's worthy. So, again, many times when we hold on to those fears, when we're busy trying to please people, and usually when I think of as far as scripture is concerned, when I think about somebody who 
uh, even though we know that there were many in the Bible who um, sought to please people, I always think about Saul and when it came to him before uh, King David um, was given the, the kingship. And Saul, God had called Saul to, to be the king because the people, of course, wanted a king. And uh, his, he was given some instructions by Samuel, the prophet, that things that he was supposed to do, and he didn't do them. And his reason for not doing them was because of his concern for the people. And so many times we want to please people more than we want to please God or we want to please people under the guise of saying that we're pleasing God, but when our real motive, our real intent behind it all is that we want to please people. But then even behind that, we don't want to please people because we care so much about people, but that's where that fear of rejection comes in. We don't want to be rejected. So our ulterior motive, our root of this issue is the fear of rejection, our wanting to please people is us really not wanting to uh, be rejected. You you hear a lot of times people say, well, you know, well, I'm just shy. That's just not me. And, you know, and so they seem like this humble, nice person when in reality the, the being uh, shy is really being self-centered. And if you're self-centered, that means you're centered on self, which means, again, that you're trying to satisfy some need within yourself at the expense of others or under the guise of something else where, you you you're looking one way or wanting to project a certain image, and this is mostly subconsciously, but at the same time, it's still a reality that we're wanting to do some things, but we're not calling it what it is, and it's really a, a, a form of selfishness. We're selfish in the sense that we're uh, uh, projecting all attention on ourselves, or we at least think that others are paying attention to us. I don't want to come to to the event too late because people are going to be looking at me. And nine times out of ten, they're not going to be looking at you. They're not going to be paying you any mind because they're going to be doing whatever they're doing. But again, the, but then that that again that need that low self esteem that um that need to be uh, affirmed and to be validated you know, by someone else. And, 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 again, you know, I was just truly blessed last night because, again, these were some of the things that were brought out, you know, even last night in the teaching that we heard last night. So, again, it's something that's real that we all need to deal with, and especially those of us within the body of Christ because, again, we're called to be uh, uh, healers to the nations because of the anointing, the power of God that God has given us and the authority that he has given us in the earth. So, again, if we're still dealing with our own issues and we're not allowing God to empty us out and to heal us, then we are not going to be able to be as effective as we as God would want us to be and as God has purposed for us to be. You know, there are many times that, that we in the body of Christ, because we God will use us to be a blessing to someone else, and we think because God is using us, even in a major way, uh, we think that we're okay and that we're healed and we're fine and that we just, you know, we've arrived and we just got it going on because God is just using us in such an awesome way. But in reality, that's not the truth because the, the Word of God says that those, the spiritual gifts, the gifts of motive, the motivational gifts and the spiritual gifts, the Holy Spirit uses whoever he chooses. But that, that has nothing to do with your character. So that doesn't mean that your character is okay because God is using you. He said you'll use anybody and anything that is willing that his will may be done in the earth. So we can't really look at the fact of how God is using us to determine that we are okay. It's a constant thing. We have to constantly come before the Lord and allow, you know, spending that quiet time, that time of devotion where we just, you know, not always going to God for something, but allowing God to just deal with us. Just spending that time with, Lord, you show me whatever is in me that is not pleasing unto you. Because, again, if we're, we get so busy sometimes ministering to other people or, or doing whatever it is we do that we don't take the time to allow God to deal with us and show us some things. And, and then sometimes, you know, some of us don't even want to know because we don't feel that we can deal with it. We feel like it will hurt too much or we're afraid that what, what we may find out about ourselves 
that we can't handle it. But I don't care what it is that you've got going on. God already knows about it. He's just waiting for you to allow him to uncover whatever it is so that you can move on and receive the revelation of the truth of who you are. And I don't care who you are. Everybody needs love. Everybody needs that affirmation from from one another because we are human beings and no man is an island. But first and foremost, we need to be able to receive and accept the love of God because when man doesn't love you, when man rejects you and passes you on, we have to know that the revelation is that we are the beloved of God. That God loves us so much, and he loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son, but his love didn't just stop there. That love, it it goes throughout eternity. It is forever. And even though we mess up, and even though after we get rid of the old issues and we get some more issues and they become old issues, God is still going to love us. He said there's nothing too high, too deep, too wide, too anything to separate us from the love of God. So no matter what, he loves us. And God knew all the mistakes that we were going to make. He knew all that we were going to say, all that we weren't going to say. And we being like like Peter and denying him before man because we worried about what man is going to say. We worried about whether or not we were going to be crucified along with him. So we try to preserve our flesh. We try to preserve what we call our dignity at the expense of losing our relationship with God. But God is calling us back right now. All He said all the back sliders, all those that have deserted them. He's given us a chance to get it right with him and to, to lay all on the altar that which he has purposed not to live within us. He said, because we have to be pruned and we have to be purged. And, and because we do live in this world, we do pick up a lot of things. And, and so those things that we pick up that we don't even realize we're picking up, and we come before the Lord and allow him to do in us and burn up that. You know, he said he's a consuming fire. So we're to allow the Holy Spirit to burn up that which is in us. And he said all those things that in, on Judgment Day, those things that, that we thought that we were doing to the glory and honor of God, he said a lot of those things are going to be hay and stubble. And, and when the fire comes, it's going to burn up all that. And only that really has been done for Christ is what's going to last and going to stand before him. And all that other stuff that you done that you thought was good and that was good, that somebody was blessed by, a lot of that stuff, we're not even going to get credit for it because our motive is not pure, because we're doing it for the wrong reasons. We're doing it to glorify ourselves, to make ourselves feel better, because we have low self-esteem, because we've been rejected, because we've been denied by somebody. Somebody betrayed us. Somebody turned their back on us. Somebody did us wrong, and so we're still holding on to that. So because I've dealt with so much pain and so much hurt that I want to now uh, do some things to try to make myself feel better, even at the expense of making somebody else feel bad or pulling somebody else down just so that I can lift myself up. But God says that that you do that's not done for my glory, that is not even going to be counted. That's not even going to be in the book of works. He's not even going to count that. Somebody else is going to get blessed, but because you didn't do it for his glory. He said, on that day, he's going to say, you, you're going to say, Lord, I did this in your name, and I did that in your name, but he's going to say, depart from me. I know you not. So it would behoove us right now to get it right with God and allow him to dig. Even now, during this broadcast, allow God to dig within, allow the Holy Spirit to dig down deep within and pull up by the root all of those things that were hindered, that were block us because if we're all bound up, we can't free anybody else. If I'm all bound up, we're all bound up like Lazarus. He was bound up. They had to, they had somebody had to unwrap him. He could not unwrap himself. Jesus called him forth, but somebody else had to unwrap him. So I'm I'm here to unwrap somebody and somebody else is here to unwrap me and as we're to, here to unwrap one another. So allow God to do the work in us that needs to be done, that he may manifest because it's all about his glory. It's all about his glory. So I don't care what broadcast you listen to or what, whatever article I may write that you read, it's all going to be about the glory of the Lord because that's really what it's all about. This is what it's all about, even to the saints of God that come into the 
the body of Christ. It's for God's glory. Yes, it's for our salvation. It's for our edification, but it's all for our glory. So we get saved. We get edified. We get built up so that we can go forth and glorify the Lord and, and fulfilling that which he has purposed on the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we got to do away with that self-gratification. That's that's really our worst enemy. Many of us want to look at the devil as being our worst enemy, but the devil's really not our worst enemy because he's a defeated foe. He was defeated way back when, over 2,000 years ago, he was a defeated foe. He's still a defeated foe. Yes, there's power of, of, of suggestion that he's able to plant thoughts in our, in our heads and he's able to do some things in the spirit realm, but again, no matter, and put sickness on our body and all of that, but, it, but the Lord says that we have power and authority over every power and principality of the enemy, so even that is under our feet. We're able to overcome all of that because Jesus overcame the world, and then that power, that authority that he had, he passed it on to us. Therefore, he said we will do even greater works than what he did. So again, the revelation is in who we are in him, we are overcomers through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So when we're attempting to deal with these different situations, we cannot allow the situation to be lifted up above who we know God is, who he say he is. We cannot allow that to be the thing to cause us to to back down or say that's impossible or because we've been dealing with the issue for I don't care how many years it could be since you were a baby that you've been dealing with whatever that issue is. But God is saying today he is here to deliver you. The day of favor has come. The acceptable year of the Lord is now. God is here to deliver you, to set you free. And and all you have to do is receive the revelation of his truth, receive what it is he's saying Today And when we reject what God is saying, then we are rejecting him. So we don't want to reject God. We don't want to reject what he is saying to us today. We, we no longer want the, the spirit of fear of rejection to control our lives and, and us trying to be perfectionists and not wanting to make any mistakes because the only one that human person that I know of that, that is perfect and was perfect and is perfect is the Lord Jesus Christ. And, yes, we strive unto perfection. Perfection, but he is the only perfect one. We continue to strive. We continue to do the best that we can through the power of his Holy Spirit. But when we fall short, God says, get back up. Get back up. Don't stay down there. Though you may have those issues, you don't have to keep those issues because he loves us so much. He loves us so much. He adores us. We are the apple of his eye. He has so, he said, it gives him pleasure to bless us. And so we want to be, we want to, want to, want to receive all that He's saying in His Word, all the benefits. You know, salvation has so many benefits. It's such a big package. But many of us just stop at salvation. We just know we're going to heaven, and we just stop right there. But God is saying, Hallelujah! I got so much for you. You just cannot even imagine. You just can't even imagine. He said, We can't, we can't even fathom what he wants to do in and through us in every area of our lives, not just in the spirit realm but in the natural realm. He said he would give us the desires of our hearts. And the thing is, we don't have to work for it. We All we have to do is receive it. You know, so many times we're toiling, we're struggling, we're trying to make things happen, and God is saying, stop your toiling. Stop your struggling. Only believe I've already done it. It's already finished. It's already done. And and, and as we, we, we were in the teaching the other night, and he says it's already done. I see you at the end. So I'm not seeing you where you were. I'm not seeing you in the old mess because when you became saved, he said he threw all that stuff into the sea of forgetfulness. And so, again, we have to let go of those old issues. We have to let go of those those mistakes that we made and, and all the stupid thinking and all the stupid mistakes that we made. We have to do away with those things and know that God doesn't see. We're, we're his righteousness. We are covered in the blood of Jesus. We're clothed in his righteousness. That's what God sees. He sees us as a justified people, just as if we had never sinned. So God wants us to know that today. Do away with those old issues. Stop trying to please people. Stop trying to uh, 
satisfy your flesh. I've already validated you. I gave you my seal of approval with the precious Holy Spirit. He has sealed you until the day of redemption. So he's saying even now to let go of those past things. Stop looking in the rearview mirror. Stop uh, 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 plowing and looking back at the same time. Don't be like uh, 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 uh yeah, I think it was Lord's Lot's wife and looking back and turning to a pillar of salt that you're no good to anybody or anything because you're still in the past. He said, come on up higher. Come on up to the things of God. Come on up so I can show you great and mighty things that you know not of. He wants to reveal so much to us, but we can't see the revelation. We can't see the truth because we're still looking through those old glasses that are all dirty, that are all shattered, that, that we still see ourselves as as we, we, the things that we did in the past, and that's really not who we are. That never was who we are, but that's the lie of the enemy to tell us that we are that person. We are what we did, but we're not what we did. We are who God says we are, and we are perfected in him. God made no mistakes. He makes no mistakes. We are perfect in God if we will allow him just to turn everything around in our lives, in our minds, so that we're no longer looking behind us and looking forward and looking up to him, the author and finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. God, is he's just wanting to do so much in the lives of his people, but we're living as spiritual paupers. We're living beneath our means. We're living beneath our spiritual means. God said we're to have need of nothing because he shall supply all of our need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus, because of Christ Jesus, because of our relationship with him, that we are to have no lack, that we are to have no want. He said he delivers us out of all of our fears, not some of our fears, all of our fears, all of our desolations. He delivers us out of all of those things. So it would behoove us today to release and let go of those things of the past and allow the healing to take place today, right now, so that we don't keep going around that same proverbial mountain, doing the same old stupid stuff, thinking the same old stupid way, because where your mind is, that's where you're going to be. If that's what you're thinking, then that's where you're going to be. The mind goes, the body goes where the mind tells it to go. So what are you thinking about? What, what, what's that self-talk that you're doing? What are you telling yourself? A lot of times it's not, again, not so much what people tell us, but what we tell ourselves and what we receive and we accept and receive and embrace what the world is telling us instead of what God is telling us then we're to receive the, and believe the report of the Lord today that we are the beloved. We are his beloved. He loves us so much. We're already perfect in him. We've already made it in. He's already seen us at the end. He's already seen us coming through the gate, bursting through the red ribbons, that we've already run the race as far as he's concerned. But it's up to us to receive that right now, that we're able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think by the power that worketh within us and that worketh through us in the name of Jesus. So I just bless God today for this this teaching, for these words, and I pray that you have received them. We don't want to, you know, just like with Gideon, God called him the mighty man of valor. And, of course, he's looking around like, who are you talking to? You sure can't be talking to me because I'm hiding in the wine press. I'm scared silly. I'm trying to protect one little bit we got so the Midianites won't come and, and take it and eat it up. But I'm hiding. I don't want them to see me. But God called him a mighty man of valor, and he called him out to be the deliverer for his people. And he believed God. Yes, he tested God. He had God to do turn the fleece and all of that a couple of times, but he stepped out anyway and did what God said for him to do because God didn't see him as a scared person in hiding in the wine press. He saw him delivering his people and, and, and knocking down the gods of the other people. And I bless God for that. And even, even with Jacob, that he called him the trickster, but God didn't see him as a trickster because God said who he would be from his mother's womb. And just with Abraham, God saw him as, as when he was Abram, God saw him as Abraham, a, fa a father of nations. And then just like with Paul, he changed 
uh, Paul's name was Saul, but God changed his name when he changed his, his direction because he was doing what he thought God wanted him to do, but he was going in the all wrong direction. So a lot of times many of us are doing what we think God wants us to do, but we're going in the wrong direction. So God is saying, turn around and go in the right direction. Go in the direction that I'm pointing you to, not in the direction of your flesh, not in the direction of your wrong thinking, thinking in error, thinking according to what you were taught instead of, uh, instead of what my word is saying. Go in the right direction and do what I've told you to do. But you've got to take the blinders off. You've got to get rid of those old issues. You've got you to get rid of that stinking, thinking, the lies from the devil, the lies that your family told you, the lies that the world told you, the lies that you told yourself, the lies that you embraced. But if that's not what my word says, then it's a lie and don't receive it. We have to reject those things. Instead of uh, feeling rejected, reject the lies of the devil. Reject that, that, that grasshopper mentality. Don't be like the Israelites and see yourself as a grasshopper that you don't make it into the promised land. But God says we are mighty men and women of valor, and that's what we are supposed to act like. That's what we're supposed to think like. And we, he said, put this let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. And that's the word of God. We think according to the word of God. But also that we are, again, to offer ourselves up to the Lord and allow the God to do what he wants to do, be that living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, that we may prove within our hearts that we will know that we know that we know who we are because of what God's word says. And, and again, I go back to last night and we said it's not a head thing, it's a heart thing. It's a heart thing. We want to accept, we want to receive things by, by, through our minds, but, but it's all about the heart. It's all about the intent, your motives, your intentions. What is your heart saying? Search your heart and, and be conscious of what you're thinking. And if your thinking is not lining up with the word of God, then you need to cast it to the side. Then you need to cast it down like it says in the word of God. And don't uh, uh, allow yourself to be, you know, many of us, he said, that even that fear of rejection is like a, a spirit of idolatry. We're walking in idolatry and we are the idol. We are worshiping ourselves. When we walk in, be perfectionists, and when we walk in, in uh, uh, the fear of rejection, and, and, and when we're wanting people to be people pleasers, we're not idolizing people, we're idolizing ourselves because we're concerned about pleasing self, about pleasing the flesh. So God is saying you must die to self, die to those old hurts, those old pains, those old disappointments, that selfishness, that pride, that insecurity, that self-righteousness, that negative thinking, uh, thinking bad about yourself or thinking more highly of yourself than you ought to, uh, feeling like you don't deserve better because of your past. Uh, because, of, you know, we continue to listen to the lies of the enemy and the lies of our flesh that we have embraced. So the enemy is always whispering in our ears, and, 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 and we have to be careful what we're listening to, that, that our hearts, and our, if we not, then our hearts are not able to be healed. But we can be healed if we listen to what the Word of God is saying to us today, that we, so that we are delivered from our past, so that we are delivered from those old issues and allow God just to do a great and mighty work in us, that he may, may work through us. So before we can go forward to fulfill our mission for God, God has to bring us up, some of us up, and then he has to take some of us down because, again, some of us think more highly of ourselves than we ought to, and we out here ripping and running and doing things we say for the glory of God, but it's really for the glory of our flesh because we have made ourselves God. And then there's some of us who put people up there, and it's still us that's up there, even though we put people up there as the guys, but it's still us that we put ourselves up there on the throne. So take yourself off the throne today and let God... God be God. See him high and lifted up. See him in all of his glory and magnify him instead of yourself. Magnify him instead of people. Magnify him instead of circumstances. Magnify him instead of the devil. Magnify him instead of your sickness. Magnify, magnify him instead of your infirmities. 
Magnify him instead of that which you have and that which you don't have. Let God be God. Look up to him, for he, again, is the one where our help comes from. Give him the glory and the honor that is due his name. Don't allow pride to be your hindrance, the blockage, the thing that blinds you, that stops you from fulfilling your destiny, your purpose that God has intended since before the beginning of time. Let God be God. God has changed many of our names, and many of us don't know that our names have been changed, but God has changed your name. You need to find out what your new name is. Go to the Lord and find out what your new name is, what he's calling you now by a new name. You need to know what that name is and stop looking through the rearview mirror. Stop looking back at the past. Put your hands to the plow, but don't look back. Keep moving forward. Come up higher in the Lord. Allow him to do a great and mighty work in and through you for his glory, for the edification of his people, for the upbuilding of his kingdom. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I just I I pray that you are experiencing the presence of the Lord even now as never before, and allowing him to do a work in you. Do not hinder the Lord. Repent right now for any hindrances or whatever you know that God is revealing to you right now that you've been holding on to, that the hurt and the pain, uh, the disappointment that you've been holding on to, and then and then allow him to search even deeper because, again, it may not be something that you are aware of. But if you're listening to this message, God does not have us to listen Two messages for nothing. It's all for a purpose. Nothing is by happenstance. Everything that we go through, everything that we do, God will use it for his glory somehow, some way, and for our good and to our good. So allow the Lord to speak to your heart even the more, even now and throughout this day, and show you those things that can hinder, show you those things that can block. And then and, and then ask him to not only deal with you and help you, but to give you a word for somebody else. That that that's something that was said today that, that it'll be a revelation word for somebody else, a, a word of knowledge for somebody else. And because you know we're called to be prophets of God. We we all have the spirit of prophecy because we have the Lord Jesus living on the inside of us. So allow God to use you as his mouthpiece, to speak words of life to somebody else, to speak healing to somebody else. Because he said we are trees of righteousness. We are trees where the people where people are to be able to come to get nourishment from a place of refuge, a place of healing. He said that, 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 we're to, that people are to come to us and, and, the, and the elders are to lay their hands so that people are healed. He said we are to, are to be able to deliver people, to heal people, to, to cast out demons, to raise the dead, all of that. We are that tree of righteousness. We are that tree that's supposed to have fruit, living fruit, and out of our bellies shall flow rivers of living water because in that first scripture it talks about the water that flowed out of the sanctuary, and that represents the Holy Spirit, the water of life, the life that's flowing in and through us. We are that sanctuary. We are that sanctuary, the temple of the Holy Ghost, and all of us shall flow life into the lives of others as we go throughout this day. But again, if we are blocked up with old issues and pebbles and rocks and, and dirt and debris that's blocking up the well, then nothing can flow, or there may be a little trickle, but allow the diluge to come, allow the to be an overflow of the Spirit of the Lord and to the life of those who God allows you to touch throughout this day and those that God allows to cross your path. Lord God, I pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, that your Lord God, that you will reveal to us those things that are blocking your flow right now, oh God. God, that we will be used by you in such a greater way, oh God. God, that your glory may be manifested in the earth as never before. God, whatever is stopping up the well, whatever old issues. God, even though we are 
not even aware of, oh God. Reveal unto us even now, God, that which stopping up your flow, oh God. God, that we may be used of you, Lord, that we may do great and mighty exploits for you, oh God, because Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil, and that is our assignment in the earth, oh God, to destroy the works of the devil, oh God. But God, let it begin with us, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, as we give over those old issues to you right now, God, that you may reveal even the Lord who we are in you, O oh God, that you may work in us and through us, O oh God. God, that we will do great and mighty exports for you. So, God, we just give you all the glory. I thank you, Lord God, for all of those that have listened in today and all of those that will listen in, O oh God, that you will do in and through them, O oh God, that which you have purpose to do. For you said your word would not return back to your void. So, God, I thank you right now for what you're doing. I thank you right now, Lord God, for what you're going to do, O oh God. Seal your word even now. Now, oh God, be thou glorified in the lives of us, your people, oh God. I just thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing, God, all that you are doing, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor. And, Lord God, we give you the praise. In the mighty and blessed name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Until next time, God bless you, God keep you in Jesus' name. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Yeah.